0: The following program is a podcast1.com production And here it
1: is Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, buddy, what up? It is the Mike and Dr. Drew show We do Loveline five nights a week You can also hear it as a podcast right here on Podcast One Loveline, great radio show Legendary radio show, woo! Or you can hear this Yeah, but uh, this is a totally different radio show Mm -hmm. Or excuse me, totally different vibe Because Dr. Drew and I, were let loose Gloves are off The gloves are off Um, I'm going to pull up a story here, Dr. Drew, and I (laughs) urge you, I often, Mm. what I like to do is bring in stories to freak me out that either freak you out or you, you go, well, that's just bullshit. Right. And I scour the internet to find these insane, uh, stories. And the first one I'm going to pull out is real. I remind you, and I'm saying that out loud because there's no possibility you're going to believe that I didn't make this up to please myself. you vetted it. This is real, yeah. Okay. An opera singer is out of work after a routine surgery left her unable to sing without farting. <laughs> Amy Herbst who has performed at the Nashville of your, uh, you could go down and check her out. Uh, who has performed at the Nashville Opera an Opera Company filed a suit against Fort Campbell's Blanchfield Army no, Community Hospital. Terrible. Earlier this month, what could that possibly be? Claiming that the episiotomy she received during childbirth oh, last February oh. caused her to lose control of her flatulence and, on occasion, bowel movements. Oh, surgery. Correct that. The then? surgery which cuts the, which cuts the tissue between the anus and the vagina, yeah. the gooch, to help deliver the baby, did not heal properly, leaving the soprano with a complete breakdown of the episiotomy and you, perineum. You, I and the like external to... sphincter is disrupted, and the vagina and rectum are basically connected without any perineal body.
2: Right so, now they are? Yeah. So she had natural childbirth. See, this is – this is that's what they call a third-degree tear. This is why you don't want to have natural childbirth the because con- that shit goes on where it tears all the way through and through. Yeah. The episiotomy, <laughs> what they did is they couldn't repair it properly. Because in physiometry, by its nature, you don't go that far. Right. You just cut it so that so this doesn't happen. Well, that's 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 not the fun part of
1: this story. So let's not focus on that.
2: What do you mean that is the? It's the important part. No, anybody considering natural childbirth should read that. She's a
0: professional
1: opera singer. That's the fun part. And anytime she opens her mouth to (laughs) utter a word over a whisper, she farts loud. Well, she
2: doesn't just fart; she poos.
1: Yeah. Awesome.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Awesome. Not for her, but for everyone else in the world. It's like a South Park. Uh, yeah, I'm just episode. thinking
2: what 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 role would be suitable for her.
1: The complete breakdown has obvious ramifications for Herp's job. From her lawsuit, as a result, and I am in quotes, mm-hmm. as a result of her incontinence and yep. excessive flatulence, yep. Herp's has been unable to work as a professional opera singer. She is suffering suffering through a very embarrassing and very significant injury, and frankly, the prognosis of fully successfully repairing uh, the area is pretty low. Herp's attorney Charles Allen said. Uh, Why They're seeking two point five million dollars? Why in would, no, can't they repair it? It's
2: not that big a deal to repair. I would think. somebody like Dr. Alter? You know these plastic guys yeah. that do
1: perineal reconstruction. So and okay, stuff? I'm not showing you. Is that her? Yeah. No way. Opera singer can't stop farting after surgery. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Why don't you show that to uh, Bianca? So since she's so hot on natural childbirth, maybe it's the
1: last thing I'm going to do. <laughs> we live in a weird part of the world in Los Angeles. Really? I think so. Why? I like it here, yeah. and I'm happy we live here. Yeah, because I think that other parts of the country. By the way she has a
2: cloaca now.
1: She does like yeah. a cow, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't cows have cloacas? Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, so what's weird here? I I've often said that there's a couple guests and a couple girls in the world that I would fuck so hard they would get a cloaca. <laughs> right. That's my. You've favorite. said that. You've said that. I told Olivia Munn that I said I would fuck her into one hole. She I, would have. I would make two holes, one hole. I,
2: I'm not sure you actually said that here.
1: I did. I Off the know. air.
2: Well, I'm just saying.
1: I said I would make one hole.
2: You must have said that privately to her because I would have remembered that.
1: (laughs) Bullshit. You remember nothing. You remember like three things in the world. That I would have remembered. You remember three things and you focus on them all the time. That's true? Yeah. Like what? Uh, me sucking my own cock in front of, trying to suck my own cock in that front of Marissa one. Miller see
2: that's why I would remind, remember this one this is in that same category a
1: guy handing you a note about erectile dysfunction on a plane on plane yeah, yeah and uh, and uh, and Teddy Roosevelt fucking chickens or some chicken story about chickens right. on a that's white right. house it's uh, Calvin Coolidge yeah Calvin Coolidge nice. well by the way doctor <laughs> since we're talking about great people and great things yeah stamps.com oh that's easy I mean come on that's easy Stamps.com. You pay less for postage than you would at the post office, and you don't have to deal with the post office. Right. You get first-class mail priority or Priority Express mail packages and more. Stamps.com. Easy to use, convenient, and a great value. You save valuable time. You save valuable money. Stamps.com always keeps the rates up to date.
2: We still have a special offer? Oh, you better believe We're it. We're giving away money giving it, with this thing. Giving it away. Yeah.
1: You get to ex- uh, exact postage every time you need it. Because? They keep the rates up to date no. all the time. No,
2: because we give them a free scale well let, so i haven't even exactly. gotten there right, yet
1: right. it's just the, recently the rates have changed I see, so people I see. might be concerned yes. stamps.com is always on it they're i, think, they're I, think the I put
2: two 40 cent stamps on my last letter. i always overdo it just yeah. in case
1: yeah uh we use stamps.com dr Di- dr drew and i both <coughs> right now use our promo code loveline for this special offer no risk trial listen it's 110 dollars worth of bonus offers it includes a digital scale, as Dr. Drew said, mm-hmm. and $55 in free postage. Do you understand what that is? It's essentially money. It's He's money. It's essentially money. It is money. Boom. Right there. Digital scale, $55 free postage. Don't wait. Go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Loveline. That's stamps.com. Enter Loveline. Um, what I meant, what I was saying earlier, mm. I feel like the majority of the country works one way, and like New York, LA, Chicago, San Francisco, Seattle... And a, a couple other places really work. Those
2: are very different cities, though.
1: But they, there's there's shit that goes down in ninety nine percent of the country. Like what? Like what? Just like uh, I believe that the ninety nine percent of the country is probably the majority of it is is puritanical and 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 Christian. Mm. You know, You're right? I don't believe that that's the way it is in Los Angeles or no. like. The majority of people I meet, the overwhelming majority of people I meet don't are agnostic or, or atheist. Or Buddhist. They just, I don't come in contact with anybody who's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to my fucking yeah. Methodist church today. No, I mean, I don't. I don't do it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with either yeah. or. It's just I feel like the majority <laughs> of the country is one way yeah. and we deal with the other. I feel yes. like the majority of the country is probably anti-gay marriage. I feel like uh, the majority I think of the people that's coming around though. Uh, yeah, okay, it's changing. Yeah. But I feel like the majority of it is, uh, and uh, and the majority of the people I meet, the overwhelming majority of the people I meet here in 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 Los Angeles are pro gay rights. they don't it's not even an issue. Well, I
2: would say even sort of mystified by resistance.
1: Though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And again, I'm not I'm not pointing out what's right or wrong. I just wanted to say that because there's a story that came out of Oklahoma that didn't get much press. Mm. But I read it. It was in a local just in the local Oklahoma papers. And I almost, my head almost blew off my my fucking shoulders. do it. The owner of an Oklahoma restaurant is under fire after a customer claimed he was discriminated against because he was disabled. Gary's Chikarose owner, Gary James, didn't make things much better when he gave an interview to a local news station. I've been in business 44 years. I think I can spot a freak or a faggot if I see one. Whoa. That's on the local news. Okay? (laughs) And they ran it. Like, he's like, that's, Uh. this is my restaurant. Mm. Uh, Matt Gard, who was a regular diner at Gary, said, James' treatment of disabled and minority customers has increased over the years. Uh, his mistreatment of them. Has, has Yes, his mistreatment of has increased over the years. They misprinted here. Mm. He said he was recently kicked out while trying to enjoy a steak dinner. He doesn't like certain people of race or color or ethnicity, Gard said. He told KFOR uh, earlier on in the interview that now he has tried to find a weak excuse not to let me in with my wheelchair or the weak excuse of having loud people with me. James denies guard's claims, saying he banned guard for another reason. He created an issue. You only have one time here. You create an issue, you're out forever. If you work, you own a business, you pay your taxes, you're more than welcome here, he said. But if you're on welfare, if you fuck men, (laughs) stay at home and spend my money, there, you can't come in. Wow. At least 140 other people took to Gary Chikoros' face page to share their stories of being discriminated against by James. All of which <laughs> shouldn't be surprised then, considering the official T-shirts official t- that he sells at his restaurant. Official T-shirts <laughs> say, faggot free zone. Wow.
2: Wow. You would think that somebody would step in, right?
1: Yeah. He also has no free zone and uh, wow. Muslim... <laughs> uh, and include threats against Muslim and <coughs> Democrats on other shirts. <coughs> huh, that's terrible. Like, uh, okay. The, the, I, would, I would imagine this would be like, like major, like, like stop the press's news. Well, but it's was, just kind of like this guy, just don't go to his restaurant in Oklahoma. Right. If that happened. That's active hate crime. I mean, it's like, oh, such, I can't yeah. even, like I said, I, I this wasn't really vastly reported on. Um, When I read it, I, my, my head was all disordered, like vertigo. Yeah. I really I, I like I
2: like leaving people to their own devices. I love that. Yeah, I, I like the whole vibe of that. But when somebody gets into hate, yeah, I think we have an obligation to step in. When
1: it can't wait, oh, it gets better. By the way, oh, I wish we could play the the local news interview. It's an NBC affiliate at, in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City. By the way, not a small town. I mean, that's no, a big city. It's a, big, a city, yeah. big city with lots of money and stuff. Um, the, you got to see. I w- I should have sent this to Anderson. It's my fault. Th- him and his delivery and how composed he is saying the most hateful stuff. Is he an older guy? Yeah.
2: I'm wondering if he's getting dementia or something, because they get they get weirder as they get He's more.
1: wearing the uh, faggot Free Zone <laughs> uh, t-shirt in the interview, and they have it blurred. They have it, like, pixelated. Uh, he says he's proud of it. Quote, I really don't want gays around here, he said. Any man that would compromise his own body would compromise anything. When KFOR's reporter, who is Asian, asked James... If he'd call her a chink, he said only if they were drinking and joking around. If I reached over there and slapped the shit out of you, you should be offended, he said. But to call someone a chink or someone call me a bigot, that doesn't really bother me.
2: Again, I admire the the bravado. Is that him? Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Oh, Jesus. He's like a nice old man. (coughs) He's not nice. No, but I mean, (coughs) if you looked at a picture. You'd think that. Unbelievable. He's just like a a First Amendment guy. I get you. He's but, like like sticks and stones guy, right? He's like
0: if I reach across the table and hurt you, that's one thing. But my, my words, your words, who cares?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I I think he's
2: delusional guy. Yeah, I think right. I think it's something. That's why I keep thinking dementia.
0: But whatever. Hey, if an Asian was uh, interviewing you and you were screwing around, you might you might call her a chink. Never. You no. If you're screwing around, no. Off mic. No. Off microphone. No. Yes.
1: I might. I Absolute. might. On microphone. Try ask her to fuck her. That's way better. I mean, I could say... I mean, don't get me wrong. I am prone to saying offensive stuff to people who are interviewing me or people that I'm interviewing. I would not call them a chink.
2: Gook? No. Zipperhead? What, is, what does that even mean? Zipperhead is know. a
1: really derogatory <laughs> term they used to say about uh, Vietnamese. Vietnamese soldiers in the Vietnam War. Jesus. That's like like next level derogatory. Okay. So no? No, I don't think I'd go there. I mean, no. okay, if they were Vietnamese and it was off mic and they were... They were cool, like they were. That's what I'm saying. If they were down to have jokes, then maybe. But it'd be a real far stretch. That's hardcore. That's hardcore. You already said
2: the n-word on this here podcast. I I think I think so. Right. Yeah. Right. Good. Because I think certain words you can't even say.
1: Oh, that's ridiculous. If I'm reading the guy's shirt.
2: Oh no, no, you can read his stuff. That's what
1: I'm saying. I'm not trying to promote (laughs) it. No, no, no. I know, but. But certain
2: stuff should not be spontaneously said. Oh, so I, agree. I agree. I agree.
1: I, you know what? I, I throw the full f defamatory term for gay people in that mix. Like, like the full length one is uh, it's 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 hurtful to my ears to hear people say that. The
2: bundle of sticks. Bundle of sticks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> and n word.
1: N word's pretty bad.
2: N words. It next. N- and and it's not the word even it's just you know w- what i know it does to other people yeah. so until its power settles down let's just pull it out for a little while
1: what was the uh, uh, another there was a and it's not it's not kike but there's another one that they say uh, like really like kkk dude say about jews that i was like i don't even like hearing that that's that's, that's hmm. uh, jews are really pretty easy going about <laughs> stuff. yeah <laughs> there's no there's they haven't really made a term that can get it a mexican or, or a hispanic really like spick and beaner and stuff. It's just kind of cartoonish. Yeah. yeah. Like they haven't found the n word for the Hispanic. Right. Yet. Right. Right. I hmm. wonder if they'll ever get to that.
2: Wetback was close to that, wasn't it?
1: Wetback is, but like, like it. I mean, you'd have to be already ready to get beat up to get beat up for saying wetback. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. Like if you were in a public place and there was even not black people there, and you said the n word, there's a good chance you will get kicked out or beat up. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like, there's no equivalent, I don't think yet, because
2: well, there isn't the history. Like that, you know what I mean? There's no history to put a power into that kind of word for for Mexican yeah. Americans. D- didn't you come up with another word with for what? Chigger was that you?
1: Me? Who came up with that word? Well, though? I don't throw that on me.
2: No, it had nothing to do with huh. it. Had nothing to do with the N word at all. Somebody. It
1: rhymes with it. It
2: rhymes with it, but it had to do with it. God, I can't remember what that who that was or what that was. It's gonna come to me. You know,
1: sounds Corolla-esque.
2: E- e, I think it was. Okay, I think it was.
1: <laughs>
2: That's very funny.
1: I know uh I know earlier I talked about the opera singer who lost her job because of farting. And, you, and uh that seemed like it was made up in the mind of Mike.
2: No, no, not at all. It's a third degree rip. That's the third degree tear. It was very common. Rip. Very common.
1: <laughs> what about the farting cows that blew up a shed with their gas?
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah. Show me the shed. All right, where the, is the, that? The, the shit shed. Where is that, Doctor Drew? Where is that shed? Florida or Germany?
2: Oh, where is well, I the? Where is, I don't think. Where about, is the
1: explosive cow? First? I don't
2: think there's. I don't think there's a lot of dairy going on in Florida. So I'm gonna say Germany. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: Rastdorf, only <laughs> in Rastdorf, Germany. But, Would but look at the picture. Hang a second. Fart.
2: But look at the to explode. But wait a in, minute. Look at the picture there, where the cows are. They're like these pristine, high tech, yeah. German like. Uh, oh, it's, it looks it's, like a BMW. You know, M factory. Yeah,
1: these are the M fives of cows. Yeah, and that's why their assholes are explosive. They have dynamite. Did they blow farts.
2: up a whole high end thing like that?
1: They blew up the entire farm shed. That's awesome. The idea oh, of a shed full of flammable cow farts is both disgusting and hilarious. But the problem of livestock methane production is actually far yeah. more insidious. Yeah. Every year, the roughly 3.6 billion ruminants on this planet. <laughs> that's cows, goats, sheep, and oxen that chew cud emit 80 million metric tons of gas. So, there you
2: go. If that works for or against global warming.
1: Oh, well, supposedly, <laughs> that's a, you know... <laughs> Non-asshole vegan friends of mine, you know, like Steve, the Steve O's of the world. And uh, my, uh, there's a yeah. uh, kettlebell and strength coach, Mike Mahler, who I listen to his podcast quite often. a um, really smart guy. He's he's a vegan strength coach, yeah. and uh, but he doesn't like impose veganism. He's just a guy who chooses not to eat meat for moral reasons. Their big, it's not it's above and obviously the first thing is that it's cruel. Fa- factory farming is cruel, and I agree fully. But another thing is that it's far worse for the for our air than uh, than the cars we drive like people are so consumed with you know gas emissions and, and uh, in terms fossil of, fuels. in terms
2: of the uh, the the global warming yeah the the, yeah. the
1: earth was not meant to have as many cattle yeah. that it has it, the only reason we've created this is because to feed our disgusting gluttonous passion for meat yeah you know so I and that that does make sense I yeah. can see how. Like why don't we Earth burn was, it? Why
2: don't we burn it the way you burn uh gas?
1: Well, okay, and I burn know it that, off. Listen, I know this may sound dumb. How how could you without like lighting the air on fire? Like well, wouldn't you blow to... up the <laughs> like environment? <laughs> the whole world. Well, no, but I'm saying yeah, like if no, enough I, of the earth's that's environment, that's becomes... why I wonder why
2: if they can put it in a shed and concentrate it to the point that the shed can explode, why can't they have a vent that they then torch it off?
1: Because I don't think once it once it explodes once it becomes Flammable. Uh, flammable. I don't think it just goes aw- off. Oh, goes away. I think it's still the, 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 the smoke from that explosion becomes more emissions back into the ether. Mm. It can't just go away. Well, it changes. You can't
2: just blow it up and then it's gone. No, it changes. It changes. It, 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 that's because there's some sort of energy released in the reaction of methane becoming something else. All right. That's what the explosion
1: is. Well, either way, cows blew up their own shed with their farts. Nice. That's fucking rad. I well, mean, poor cows. cows, but... That's fucking pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a real quick break. Don't move.
0: Introducing a breakthrough in cat litter from Arm & Hammer. Arm & Hammer
2: clump and seal is totally different than what I've used before. Even after seven days, it was odor-free. There was some sort of sealing magic happening.
0: Only clump and seal forms a tight seal around odor and destroys it with unique Arm & Hammer odor eliminators and baking soda. For a seven-day odor-free home, guaranteed.
2: I've tried every product. This is really pretty remarkable.
0: New Clump and Seal Cat Litter. Seven-day odor-free home guaranteed. Look on the package for $3 off. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention because there's a special toll free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down or put it in your cell phone 1 800 652 3707. That's 1 800 652 3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing end. Student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707.
1: Welcome back to the Mike and Dr. Drew Show. And, you know, before we get into anything else, Dr. Drew, I just want to remind people. Click through, okay? Just click through to the Amazon browser there when you visit our page at podcastone.com. Support our show. We need the help. Everybody shops at Amazon anyway. I'm new to this, but I'm addicted. I buy everything through Amazon Prime. Everything. Now. Yeah, me too. All my vitamins and minerals, all my, um, like, uh, pretty guy uh, oils and ointments,
2: whatnot. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, all my uh, underwear, and t- I bought underwear and tank, the wife beaters the other day. Just anything, like mm-hmm. I just, I don't even think anymore. I just boom right there, sure. one click, and it comes to my house. Perfect. Uh, but if you're gonna go to Amazon anyway, which everyone is, please click through to the banner there. Bookmark it, if you will, so you can con- constantly go back to it. And uh, and there you go. And and you support this show. Yes. It really does it makes help it possible to show. Uh, how about University of Mississippi? I know you know what I'm talking about.
2: I thought we talked about this already.
1: Not on the air. Oh. Yeah, we just talked about it with the band that wouldn't talk.
2: Right. Which could be any band. Yeah. most bands.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm trying to get the story up. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) Thousand bodies found at University of Mississippi land, thought to be from old lunatic asylum.
2: I wonder what that... They just maybe just buried them in the back when they didn't have an identity and who knows what.
1: I bet you they did have identities they were just crazy people so like fuck it people in the turn of the century were oddly
2: mean well not mean if you were if you were mean no no if there was something wrong with you meaning you had a deformity or you were mentally ill you were like subhuman
1: i'm also thinking more along the lines of like like we're right now uh, very motivated by profit not i don't mean you and i I mean humanity gets Mm -hmm. greedy and tainted Mm -hmm. when profits evolve i think it was a million times worse in like nineteen oh, white like really? I mean, that's really the basis of like there will be blood, you know, and, and the and the, stuff, yeah. and the and the uh, book that was based on it. You know, if you read oil, the Upton Sinclair book, like that's really what it was all about. Is that these guys put this imma- immense wealth <laughs> over all other human feelings <laughs> and and the idea I'm of cruelty sorry. just went right out the door. Yeah. And and like you said, you brought rubber barons. They just go to the Amazon and be like. Pick me this rubber. If you don't meet this much, all the all of that you are underneath the quota will take away in human flesh. Dude. And just start fucking hacking dudes' arms off and yeah. like and right there. You know, there's a certain part of the Amazon, I forgot which country, but in like the the nineteen the tens, they you know, American Western and mostly American and British uh you know Interest. Yeah. Rubber barons went down there to get rubber. And they took a they took a part of this Amazon that was populated in the hundreds of thousands. Within like five years, there was like seven thousand people there. Whoa. They slaughtered them all. Yeah. So I mean, like, don't get me wrong, we're fucked up, but I don't think we're be- I think we're better than that now. Well,
2: there there was less uh, sort of awareness, less checks and balances. You know what I mean? No accountability. There was no WikiLeaks. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. So
1: like, people would call you on that shit. Oof. Awful. Yeah.
2: Well, like, this and, was, I again. was thinking
1: about that because every <laughs> generation says the generation before you was better. Everyone, were always was like, "Well, we were more moral. We were and the and the society slipping away." I don't think so. I think everybody's always been pretty fucked up. But There's you, always been a fucked up underbelly to the normal people.
2: Yeah, I'm just thinking it. It got pretty civilized from the 16th, 17th, 18th century, right?
1: And then what happened? Yeah. Uh,
2: then, oof. The
1: Western world. Yeah, like, the West, yeah, the
2: settlements. Yeah, it just became more the, the, U.S. Wild, US the wild West. The U.S. fucked up. I think so.
1: We definitely have helped the world in many ways. Yeah. And the U.S. And I'm not talking shit on the U.S. of A. Uh, greatest... I mean, just a great country. I, I love it, and I'm so proud to be an American. But the development of the U.S. has definitely fucked shit up in many ways, mm-hmm. you know? Like, not even just like, oh, well, we... Our wealth and... Uh, the cruelty and the imbalance of economy around the world. I mean, like, like the, the culture of us being so rapidly developing in so many ways has spun other countries out of the fuck out of fucking control. Yeah,
2: you know. Well, and then the the whole colony period. People are still that. That was a fucked up period.
1: But in a way, yeah, it is.
2: Empire, the empire yeah. period. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, that was like that wasn't so much t- us either. Mm-hmm. Was, I'm not talking. That was France, Germany, and uh, England.
1: Yeah, Mostly. France is. I think France overall, <laughs> out of the most like quote unquote developed countries, <laughs> yeah. I think France is the most fucked. If you analyze their like their, cou- history. their history, Italy's pretty fucked up. Like Roman to like Franco-Prussian era, Italy mm. is pretty fucking crazy. Mm. There's a lot, and because like if you, I mean, if you consider the Vatican, Italian, which everyone kind of yep. should, yep. yeah, it's a fucked up shit going on. A lot of wars. Yeah. And and cruelty and torture. Mm-hmm, and,
2: mm-hmm. Did you ever see the Borgias, that TV series? Yeah.
1: I wasn't that into it. I mean, it, it was well acted. And they beautiful, document but, all this stuff, though. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly think that life, though, like quality of life might get better every year. Well, sure. Because, you know, like, just overall. Just
2: from the you, standpoint of nutrition and health and technology. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy and not, compared to and, previous history.
1: And not fucking people up. Like,. It every every kind of generation seems to get less pro, like less psyched about fucking other people up. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. like there's no possibility of, and I'm speaking obviously as a very naive American. I don't know what goes on in South, you know, in like the sub-Saharan Africa mm-hmm. or Cambodia. I don't, I don't know. There probably is atrocities going on, and I'm speaking out of my ass. But b- by and large. Like, there's just—you don't—people don't mosey on into another country to slaughter everybody no. nowadays. Right. And no one would think to do it, because—but right. yet, in 1500, it's pretty— Routine. Yeah, pretty routine. Yeah. Uh So, I don't know. And then and you think about, like—like, like Krista just walked in. And I'm looking at Krista. And she's a really attractive female employee of mine. And you always make fun of, like, the wacky shit I say to her. and. In- I make fun of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You point it out. And I—I yeah. and I mean, I—but it's—a lot of it's for show, because yeah. I— like, imagine how much worse it would be if I was like Don Draper, radio personality. Oh, like I just fuck her face right now. Like yeah. I'd be like, oh, uh, that great job answering the phones. And Like, and she just choke yeah. on my cock. Yeah, and go home to my wife, and it'd be like, everybody, like, okay. Yeah, you know, and no. I call her Dame and Broad, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so we we bemoan how culture is the is tyranny. declining, but in a way, is that really true? Yeah,
2: I, I kind of agree with you. I think I saw an article about this like maybe a week ago in the New York Times. Yeah, where they were talking about. <coughs> The tendency towards less violence. And they, they were saying maybe, it's, maybe even evolutionary trend.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, I feel like we're probably doing, a, there's a lot of senior abuse and there's a lot of imbalance of wealth. And there's a lot of problems. But I just don't see a university in 2014 burying fucking crazy people. Let's talk about
2: the imbalance of wealth thing. I'm kind of confused by that. Yeah. Because they always talk about the 1%. I don't know if I know anybody in the 1%. We don't. The way they it's it. It's 85 people.
1: It's eighty-five people that calculated.
2: But that's the point oh 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 one percent. And again, that was another article this morning was saying that there's the real inequity is within the one percent. Yeah. Because the most of the one percent is closer to the middle.
1: Well Yeah.
2: Uh, Certainly as compared to that. Yeah, because I
1: think if you factor in like (coughs) like West Virginia and the Ozarks, I'm in the top one percent in America. Mm -hmm. You know? I I, I probably am. But so's Bill Gates. That's right. You know what I'm saying. So how they, and there's no equity between there. You know there's There's no equality between the two of us. No. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, it couldn't be. I think Anis wants us to wrap up. Okay, right, we got to go to it.
1: I guess right, it was good, we were just starting to get into a, I think a very interesting conversation, yep. but we'll take it up next time. <laughs> next time, time. Uh, the Mike and Dr. Drew Show again. Thank you so much to Amazon for bringing it to us and uh, all the other great sponsors, stamps.com, and uh, yeah. So everybody, be nice to each other. I love you. Good night.
0: another podcast One.com program.